Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Enlightenment with me, your host, Oakley Ogden. On this show, I take responsibility to have a diverse range of clients, cisgender, LGBTQ, BIPOC, all between the ages of 18 to 26. The only thing you'll hear, however, is what they choose to share about what they're going through and how they're navigating their inner world. You'll get insight into the tools and perspectives I've offered my clients for almost 20 years. And you'll get to hear these individuals work through their own stuff using these tools. Naturally, I've made all these sessions anonymous to protect privacy, which means that you won't get information about skin tone or ethnicity or sexual identity unless the client themselves chooses to share that information in whatever way is relevant to them. In some cases, you might not even be able to tell what gender is speaking. So you're invited to simply listen, to feel what resonates, how you connect with this person, what comes up for you as you listen, and how ultimately we are not alone on this journey of life. And if there is an exercise or an intervention that resonates for you, join us. Follow along. Practice. Okay, so today we cover a big topic. It's a rad topic. How to make decisions. I mean, I get asked this all the time and it's so valid. We make decisions often based on how we feel in the moment and it can affect sort of our integrity, our reputation, especially for people who change our minds a lot. So today I offer my client a tool called the North Star System. And through her work, you will learn how to create this internal GPS and how to use it every day. This is a foundational tool that absolutely, without a doubt, changed my life. And now, my darling one, it's all yours. We also talk about the difference between a job and a career, what, and how passion and work mix or sometimes don't need to. So let's jump in without further ado. What do you want to talk about today? Career stuff? What are you in the mood to chit-chat about? I have been feeling some type of ways about my work lately, and it truly feels like it's the next big thing for me, especially at my age, especially because I'm single. That's like what there is to focus on. So I'd love to, I'd love to talk about career. Let's talk about career. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's unpack it. All right. So today we're going to talk about career mm-hmm. and what's on your mind about career. We'll have to get into what your career is about, where you see yourself going, but just give me sort of like the GPS point where you are in this thought process, what you're thinking. I am 24 years old and I still don't know the biggest difference between a career and a job. Now I think, well, I would love to share on that. Yes. (laughs) And so, you know, I look at my, I call it my job because I think a career is more, it's something different, but at my job now, you know, I've been at it for about two and a half years now and it's been lovely, but it's just like, where do I go from here? And there's this big pressure to follow your passion always. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to follow my passion, (laughs) to follow your passion always. And I'm not saying, I'll put it this way. I never want to mix my passion with my work. I don't want to work my passion. What is your passion? 
See, also my passions are not tangible. They could be, but they're not easily tangible. Like that's okay. Like selling ear, like I make jewelry and I sell earrings, but my passions are travel. My, you know, and I know that might seem kind of cliche, but that's what I've always done my whole life is travel the world Mm -hmm. and just kind of exist (laughs) while traveling Mm -hmm. and experiencing it and just having those fun experiences. And that's, what's been my biggest passion and, you know, like collecting things. I mean, that's what I love to do, but there, I've never had the thought to go try, like, I'd like to travel for work. Sure. But I wouldn't want to make traveling my form of work ever. You wouldn't want to be like a, tra- what do you, what do you call those people who are oh, like a travel editor or something like that? Yeah. You wouldn't want to do that. No. Oh, cause I'm not a writer as well. So things like that. Right. Or like on a show, like today we're in Zimbabwe, Yeah, you know, like, okay, now I'm in Paris, France. Yeah. Okay. And I think that would be really wonderful, but I think that would take the, I think it would take away what I'm actually wanting, I'm wanting, how I'm wanting to enjoy these kinds of travel experiences. Like I don't want to make it work. I respect that a ton. I love that you're bringing up um, the separation of church and state here, passion and work. Um, Beautiful because when we have really um, poignant passions like travel and jewelry making, as you say, and just really even just the state of being, that speaks to me that you love the flow state, creativity, adventure, and that actually creates a lot in the brain. It creates awe, which is a huge state in the brain that creates opening and possibility and new thought forms and all of this beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, and so just to hold that precious. Now, I actually have a background in fine art. I'm a painter. And I made the same decision as you. After college, I said, I don't want this passion to be my work ever. And I held it precious to the side, and it's an outlet for me. And I don't want people to comment on it. It's not up for auction like that. It's just a personal process where I get to lose myself, and it's meditative and wonderful. And it provides what it provides for me. And I was about to do it too. I was going to be a diplomat. And that's what, that was my trajectory. I took some of the tests and everything that you have to take to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's like the kind of travel that I wanted to do and the kind of work I wanted to do. But man, then also the harsh reality of what that entails. I was just like, never mind. <laughs> never. Mm-hmm. And also COVID hit too, right when I graduated college. So. Oh, okay. We got to talk about that. So. I don't want to diverge too far because we've got to dig in deep. Um, but what does a diplomat entail, becoming a diplomat? And what does a diplomat do? From what I remember, it's kind of, it's a glamorized job. It's kind of like a flight attendant, like it's a glamorized job. They say, oh, love you get to travel the world. No. You really do sit behind a desk. <laughs> you really do. And I only know this because I've met them. You sit behind a desk. Yeah. You, the perk is you get a special passport. And, you know, you basic. there are a few times you are, diplomats are extremely crucial in, you know, tough places like, um, like the diplomats in Syria. Like that was very crucial for some negotiations, I remember. 
Um, but for the, but for the most part, you sit behind a desk, you, yes, you get to go live in that country. Um, but have you ever like lost your passport in another country and you had to go to the embassy? No, thank God. Oh, awesome. So a diplomat helps facilitate you getting a new passport. You know, that's an example of what they do, but that's like the extent of like what they can do within the system that they're given. And so I kind of looked at that, you know, either helping kids get their passports or helping with life and death situations. Okay, so I'm not completely sure what a diplomat does, really. So I looked it up. And here's what Google had to tell me. The main functions of a diplomat are representation and protection of the interests and nationals of the sending state. Okay, so that means if you're a diplomat for the U.S. in another country, your job is to represent the U.S. and protect the interest of a U.S. citizen. Got it. In addition... Initiation and facilitation of strategic agreements, treaties and conventions, promotions of information, trade and commerce, technology, and friendly relations. Yo, that is a ton in a job description. Let's just say that. You have to be a wildly dynamic person. So if you haven't put that on your job search list, there you go. You're welcome. Best of luck to you. It's pretty freaking cool. Let's dive back in. I don't know. It just seemed to be not, I I thought about it realistically. Like, could I be in a war-torn country and help negotiate someone's release? (laughs) Funny enough. Or not really funny, but which is nuts to think about because that's what some diplomats have had to do. Of course, very rare, but like a crazy thought to have, right? Or to have something as mundane as, let me just fill out this paperwork so this kid can get his passport, his or her passport. And yeah, so you're like, eh. I'm like, well, you know, and the status sounds really cool, you know, but I just didn't want Definitely. to go with that kind of the, the sitting at the desk every day or the, the intensity of what it could be and all for not maybe the best pay as well. You're still a mm. government employee at the end of the day, which mm-hmm. Um, is not ideal for someone like me, I think. It has its ceiling. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my point is, yeah. you know, you can only work in government for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got this concept on the table, job versus career, mm-hmm. right? And you're clear that you would like to separate passion from work. Mm-hmm. And your passion is travel and the state of beingness and jewelry making. And it's like all this really cool outlet and adventure Mm -hmm. that really can just belong to you and not be related to your work. I'm sorry. I don't actually make jewelry. That was just an example. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I thought you did. I know. Sorry. That was just an example of. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, I get it. I was like, you do? How come I've never heard of this before? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I love it. Okay. So. A passion example, meaning like being creative, traveling, like that. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So where are we going with this? What's your question to me? I guess what I do next because, you know, I'm doing, quote unquote, what I'm supposed to. I'm doing, you know, the big girl, the big woman job that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm making enough money to support myself. I'm completely independent, which are all very, very wonderful things. And not everyone can say that, of course. And I know that. But something is extremely lacking 
you know, um, you, it could be a, a sense of unfulfillment for sure. Um, but it just, I don't see myself staying exactly where I'm at 10 years from now is what I'm saying. Great. I'm glad you said that. That's going to segue me into my little invitation for an exercise together. So first, before we go there, what do you do for work? I work at one of the largest technological companies um, in the world, and I'm an account manager. I have a couple of accounts. Um, specifically, uh, the ones I work with are hospitals around the United States, uh, some in India, some in, um, some scattered around Asia, but mostly India and the United States. And I basically manage all of that. And it's a it's extremely big account that I have. Um, the pressure is on every day, every day. It's, it's a lot. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it is a nine to five, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you just at your desk all day in front of your computer? Oh yes. And I work from home. So, which I actually really do like working from home because then that allows me to travel, but also work. Because um, some people, you know, I like the idea of traveling forward, but I like this more where I can choose to be at home, but I can also choose to be somewhere else. Nice. I get mm-hmm. that. So you've got some flexibility and freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So first, let's um, talk about the difference between a job and a career. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go into a different exercise. Okay. Sound good? Okay. That's good. Okay. Okay. So a job, a job is something you do to make money to pay your bills and survive. A job can change. That's the most important thing to take note of. A job can change. You can have many, 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 many jobs in the span of months or years, right? Jobs are not defining, meaning there's not necessarily an identity, a personal identity that comes with your job, right? So growing up, I worked at a grocery store for almost, I mean, many, many summers, right? That was a job. It didn't inspire anything more in me. I didn't want to become the manager of the grocery store. I never thought about it. You know, I was 16, I made money to put in my pocket to do what I wanted to do during the summer. And that was it, right? (laughs) Then I had a job um, as an assistant before this when I was little, as an assistant windsurfing instructor at one point. That's a job, (laughs) right? I could buy my own ice cream when I was 15 or 14 or 13, whatever I was, probably younger. Um, Jobs change, right? Does Mm. that make sense? Questions about that? No, that's quite clear. Okay. A career is something that our jobs may change inside our career, but a career is something that we've given ourselves to that's more defining. So a career is I've become an actress or an actor, and I have many jobs inside that career. Different movies. I'm now a producer. Now I'm helping with a play. But consistently I'm inside of my domain. Right. Okay. For me, 
I'm in the field of mental health and wellness. As a therapist, I could say that's my career. However, I'm also doing a podcast. I also write curriculum and have some programs in the U.S. that help kids. There are a lot of different ways that I'll express the knowledge and the experience I have in my career. Mm-hmm. Right? But careers are long-lasting and more identifying. It's like where you want to contribute to society, I may even say it like that, or where you know this is your self-expression. Hmm. How does that feel? It's very, and I do see what you are saying. I definitely don't think I'm in my career then. This is definitely, like I said, just a job. <laughs> Absolutely. This job, though, may contribute to skills that you'll need for your career. So jobs can be very valuable. Oh, absolutely. Because, right, you can learn different communication skills and all of that kind of stuff. Hmm. So would this be the field of technology or the field of being, like, managing? Depends on what your next job is and what your decision is about your career. That is true. Yeah. So here's something I'm going to ask you to do. Are you game for a little exercise? Yes, super game. Yay. So close your eyes for a moment. I'll close mine too, so you don't think I'm just staring at you. (laughs) Both have our eyes closed. And take a deep breath in. Okay, A quick note about the work that's coming. This is called North Star Work. We begin by choosing a feeling we wish to embody more of in our life. The feeling must be loved-based, meaning you experience a sense of expansion when you feel it. Fear-based feelings have us contract when we feel them, meaning we might feel tight, heavy, constricted, versus feeling elevated, lighter, even relaxed, and sort of buoyant. Got it? Okay, so you'll learn in a second how to create that feeling consciously using your imagination. And from there, you create a North Star for your life. So your feeling feeds the imagery and the imagery feeds the feeling. It's a feedback loop. And the point of the North Star is to create a guidance system. We have so many choices and so many directions we can go in life, which is a blessing. However, clients come to me all the time asking, how do I make these choices? So if we don't create this North Star, often life can just take us on a ride. And if we're not paying attention, we can wake up 20 years later and not know how we got there. This does happen. I've seen it. I promise you. There's even a famous talking head song about it. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, love that talking head song. (laughs) 
So instead of waking up not knowing how we got there, let's create this North Star so we can have conscious agency about creating our life. So as choices come up and feelings arise, they are either one, taking us closer to our North Star or two, further away. That's it. So when you have a lot of choices, go into your North Star, breathe, activate it like you'll learn shortly, and then look at your choices. Which one resonates? Which one obviously takes you closer to your North Star? You'll know. Trust yourself. It's a yes or a no. There's no gray area. Now, quick caveat. It's not about being rigid, okay? But it is about listening. It's always all about listening. And this whole process supports something deeper, the process of you getting to know you. So when we take a moment to visualize where we see ourselves in our future, we're learning about ourselves, what we like, what our daily rhythm could look like, the people we want to hang out with, what time of day we want to move our bodies, what we want to eat. All of these things really matter because this is your life. So let's learn about what is possible for us and what lights us up. Got it? All right, let's go. Two more deep breaths. Inhaling all the way up and exhaling all the way out. One more inhaling all the way, filling all the way up. And exhaling all the way out. And relax your shoulders and your jaw. And really give yourself the space to sink into your chair. Really trust that it's holding you. Give yourself over to gravity just a little bit. And I'm going to invite you from this place to pick a love-based state. I'll explain that. That you want to feel more of. So a love-based state is something like peace, joy, courage, satisfaction. Well, satisfaction actually brings peace. That's a different thing. It's one layer up. So stay at the real core of a love-based state. Love. That can be one, too, even though that's love-based. And what are you feeling? I would like to be like at an excited state. Okay, so excited. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Now, this is interesting because excited is something that happens often from things outside of us. Mm -hmm. So if you were more excited, and we can hang with excited if you want, but I'm going to challenge it. If you were more excited day in and day out, how would you feel? I think maybe, I know I said not mixing passion with... um, but I would like to be passionate about work. I don't want it to be my passion, but I would like to be passionate about it, which makes me excited. Okay. So passion, we're going to call now your North Star. Does that make sense? Yes. So take a couple deep breaths. And I'm going to invite you right now to do something 
called activating passion inside of you. That means visualize or imagine absolutely anything that brings passion, the feeling of passion, alive through your body. And once you can feel it, really like feel it moving through your body, I want you to let me know. All right, y'all, this is one of the most important takeaways I can offer you how to create your chosen love-based state. This is one of the most powerful ways to utilize the faculty of imagination. So the brain doesn't know the difference between real and not real. So when you use your imagination to visualize or imagine or picture things, the imagined scenarios activate the same chemical compounds in the brain as if you were living it. What? It's true. So by choosing something to focus on that activates love-based feelings, we become what I like to call a conscious creator. We are influencing consciously the chemical production of our brains by focusing on negative thoughts or positive thoughts. What? Yes. So choose positive. So fire it up. Use that imagination and begin to get those love-based compounds pumping. Hey, I don't know why we don't learn this stuff in school, but that's why we're going over it now. All right, let's jump back in. And you can make up the scenario. It doesn't have to be a memory. It could be totally made up. Oh, like you want me to describe it to you, what I'm thinking of? No, no, you just keep it inside. Okay. You got it? And what are you feeling in your body? How's your body chemistry changing? What are the sensations you're aware of? This is real time, people. Pay attention. I have never done this exercise with this young person. She is not a former client of mine. We have not worked together like this. This is happening right now. Wow. Like I'm relaxed. Nice. I feel like I can like sit up well, you know, like, um, like I'm not just slouched over, like kind of miserable at my job. Like I'm very like pr- proud to be there. Like my yeah, shoulders like are an- up straight. Yeah. Good. Great. So like present, mm-hmm, like very present, like, but pr- just very proud. Like I can s- say, say anything with my chest and. Hmm. Amazing. Okay, so relaxed, proud, shoulders back, chest forward, heart open, chin up. And what other sense? Confidence, beautiful, um, like content. Yeah, those are other things. Amazing. So passion really just lights you up, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look at her smiling. (laughs) Yeah, I see a glow. Okay, this is so beautiful. All right. So hold this state now. You can let it move through you, but just keep letting this feeling of passion pulsate and grow inside of you. You can go back to your imagination, whatever you need to do, but just continue to let it happen and move through you, okay? Close your eyes for a moment. And now I'm going to invite you, stay in this state. Shoulders back, chin up. I feel beautiful. I can say anything. I feel confident and at ease. And I want you now to wake up in the morning three years from now. 
and describe your perfect day as you move through it. What does your bed feel like? What does the light feel like? What are you feeding yourself? And at first, I want you to just keep this all inside and just imagine it. Is there a partner? Are there pets? What kind of car is parked where? Allow yourself to visualize the material because it gives us information, the material world. What kind of clothes are you wearing? How do you walk? How do you talk? How do you interact with people? And how do they receive you? And what are you doing with your time? What does your lifestyle look like and feel like? And take your time. There's no rush. Feels so vibrant. Everything. Yeah. Like buzzing and alive, yes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So like so fulfilling and vibrant. Ah, fulfilling. Like every step, every step is like the right direction. Ooh. Just got goosebumps. This is alignment, right? You're in alignment mm. with yourself. And you're creating it right now through your visualization, your own power. To really own this. If you can create it in your mind, you can create it in the third dimension. That's the game. It's the game we're playing here. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So let me know when you feel really satiated in walking through your day and take it all the way into the evening. All right, I think I have it. Okay. Okay. So tell me about your day. Okay. We wake up at the crack of dawn, like at five in the morning. Um, Really well rested, ready to go. I go to a workout class of some sort, dance class, Zumba, CrossFit, you name it. Any kind of like, I love workout classes in the morning. And like when I'm on top of my schedule, I would do it at five in the morning, but Oh, that'd be so lovely. We get home, you eat, eat a vivacious, like smoothie. Um, my lunch is already packed. I grab it and I go to work. I take the subway because I'm in London, <laughs> big city, or I walk, you know? All right. You know, All right. I don't need a yes. car. <laughs> I don't need a car. But I have my headphones in. I'm walking to work. and. 
the air is fresh. You know, I see the regular people that I see every day on my way to my commute. I get to work around nine and I'm happy to see everyone, excited to see everyone and excited about the project we're working on that day. Um, work for four hours. Oh, then it's time for lunch. We go out to lunch because we had to, and then we go to a nice, nice lunch that is very healthy, but also very delicious, very flavorful. Um, then we go back to work, finish up the project. We ended a little early because we got it all done. We were very um, productive. Efficient. Efficient mm. and productive. I walk back home, listening to music because it was a good day as it is every day. And, um, then I cook some dinner. I have, a, I have a partner in this scenario as well. Uh, my partner helped me. Pack, I heard that my partner helped me pack the lunch from last night, which was very nice of them. <laughs> and then, um, I cook dinner and, oh yes, our dog is there. Or Bernie's mountain dog is there. Um, and I'm happy, super happy to see them. And then by the time I'm cooking dinner, my partner comes home. We're talking about our day, like how exciting each of our day was. And then we talk about our future together. And then ooh, we have a very good dessert, like a nice chocolate cake or something. And then I'm... I'm pooped. I'm just, I'm like, wow, I'm mentally tired. I'm physically tired. It's time to rest. And that's it. I, I don't want to watch any TV or nothing. <laughs> How do you feel right now having shared oh my that? God, I would love, I love that scenario. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> you are so lit up. Okay. <laughs> so you see what you just did mm -hmm. to your brain, to your nervous system. You see how you lit yourself up. Mm-hmm. And the images that you created, mm -hmm. I heard project-based work. Mm -hmm. I heard teams. Mm -hmm. I heard office space. I heard partner at home. I heard animal. I heard deep connection, camaraderie, mutual respect, leadership, um, high level. I heard a lot of like really nice meals and great smoothies and like you know like there was abundance through it all there was mm -hmm. abundance consciousness through it all right I knew you guys were making money I could hear it and feel it oh yeah we had the we have the oh the downtown apartment in London yeah of yes. course <laughs> yes <least>, yeah yes. <laughs> fun fun so just be free in that mm -hmm. be really free in that right because one place that we can get confused is trying to do what we think is right mm -hmm. versus what we are called to do. Right? Absolutely. And for our listener who thinks that, who's struggling around abundance consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Know that whatever you can create in the third dimension, if you can make money, that is an expression of spirit. And money is energy. Mm -hmm. 
right? So you don't need to go, you don't need to intend to make money, but if it's part of your vision, don't stop that and don't judge it. Go for it. See what happens. Okay. So, okay. Da, da, da. This is so fun. I love making out. <laughs> okay. So you get how you just created your future vision. Mm-hmm. This is called your North Star. Passion is your compass. Mm-hmm. Passion is the compass. Okay. Passion is the compass. So you have to light yourself up every morning with a one to two minute visualization process where you are feeling and igniting the passion. Mm-hmm. And I guess in order of events, it would go ignite and then feel. So ignite okay. the feeling. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Let me, let me write that down. Yeah. Note time. Note time. I love that. Ignite it using your imagination until you feel it running through your body and you know it's real in your body. You know, and it's so interesting. Like, I feel like as kids or when I was a kid, I used to visualize like the craziest, most outlandish scenarios and they could happen. They wouldn't happen exactly as I would imagine them, but they would happen in a real world scenario. Wow. This is it. Yeah. Like it's very... And, you know, I even talked to my friends about this. It's very hard to feel inspired and to keep feeling inspired when like no one else around you is inspired, if that That's makes sense. Point. And and as, yep. ki- and as kids or even in college, I would even say like, it's like, oh, we got to do this. Like, this is what we're going to do. This is like, or when you're a kid and you're like, I'm going to be president. And I used to think that stuff in college too. Like, oh, I'm definitely going to be president. Super easy. Like, I'm just going to go do it. And, you know. <laughs> And, you know, I loved surrounding my, I I still even do to this day surround myself or try to surround myself with people just like that. Oh, but it's so hard to keep like that, to keep, oh, well, yes, I'm going to be president. And yes, I'm going to go do this and keep doing Mm. that. And because of all this, I'm going to call it hogwash, just keeps putting the, the pressure cooker on, I should say. The external expectations, the external Mm. cultural norms all that stuff that you have that you get confronted with and this is one way to begin to kind of uh transcend that a little bit or face it you know and mm-hmm. still be you not lose you right mm-hmm. even more deeply put this exercise can help you sort of work with reality alchemically mm-hmm. so if you do this all the time your brain chemistry will change. And then when your brain chemistry changes because of all the flooding of chemicals that you feel right now, right? Mm -hmm. Possibility opens. And you start emanating a totally different, uh, let's call it attitude. Mm -hmm. And when we start emanating a certain attitude, we start to attract people, things, and opportunities that resonate with that attitude. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Questions? Thoughts, I'm, still, I'm still thinking about the chocolate cake. That was yeah. poignant. I mean, I just like, I love, like I want a dessert every day, like every day. You know, I, but I, I really heard in that. I'm so glad you said that because I was so struck by that detail. And I heard 
I heard so deeply, and you tell me if I'm off, this energy of just this passionate relationship to pleasure and this sumptuous, like sensual relationship to life and the world and your body. And it was so delicious. It was beautiful. Oh yeah. Just such a beauty of just being, eating something so scrumptious, being with a scrumptious person, like your own partner. Yeah. And to just sit in the night because it's nighttime now, but Mm -hmm. It just sounds so easy to be, you know, and lovely to be, just to be. So, yeah. I love it. Totally, I love it. totally I love could it. see it. <laughs> Maybe there's a fire going in the background because it's a little chilly. Ooh. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's London. It, it can be chilly. Absolutely. <laughs> and what I'm also kind of struck by is how you just said, we were just, you know, being, we're just mm-hmm. to be there and be, which is something you, you described your passion as in the very beginning of our time together. Mm-hmm. Oh man, One just my to, passions is just, just to, be. to be, just to be. That's definitely a beautiful, beautiful thing to fulfill in this time on earth is just to be, that's always enough. Well, we're just so, I mean, I feel like I'm interrupted from just being every, all the time. Every second, it's like, there's so many things that are trying to interrupt my just being, but then sometimes there's these moments in life where you're like, oh my God, I am just being, and it's so lovely. Like the best way I could put it is, have you ever like gone to a beach and you're like, oh my God, this beach is so beautiful. And you look out into the beach and like, you can see the sun setting and you're just staring at it. That's just, to me, that's just being, and it's like, but it's like, wow, I'm just being right now. Like there's no technology. There's no, like, you're not listening to the news or anything. Like you're, you're just there. I guess presence is like another way to put it. You're just extremely present and just seeing the world around you in its beauty is the best way I can put it. So when you bring this state that you're describing to your everyday life, mm-hmm. Do you end up bringing a sense of fulfillment to your life or do you end up not feeling fulfilled in your job even today? I feel like I can't bring any of this to my job. Um, Tell me about that. Well, especially working from home, I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not really chatting with anybody. And if I am, it's over the phone. Um, I'm not seeing their face. I'm not interacting with them. Um, it's all business, 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 especially for how fast paced my account is. Um, the closest I could get to it is when I have my little breaks, I can look out my window and my, I actually have a very good view of the city here, which I like, because then I can look out and be like, wow, look at that city view. (laughs) So pretty, you know, so pretty, you know, but that's like my only, that's my only seconds of being for that day because I'm locked into this you know, monitor and, um, okay. It's so interrupted I'm going to give a you, noise. yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little homework assignment if you're down. Oh yes. Yeah? Yay. Nay. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your homework assignment is to practice this for two minutes every morning and two minutes at night, activating passion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would love for you to do it 
I would say 40 days, but how long do you think you can hang on to this process? Oh, I could go a year if I really try. Mm, Yeah. So you can do 40 days? I could do 40 days. Yeah, let's start with 40 days. Okay, start with 40 days. There's a there's a brain shift around 40 days, so that's good. Okay. At noon or any time in the afternoon, right? Between sort of late morning and early afternoon. So between like 11 and 2, I want you to set your phone alarm, okay? Okay. And when that phone alarm goes off, I want you to check in with yourself. Is what I'm feeling right now passion? Or is what I'm feeling right now taking me toward passion? You're going to make me quit my job, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing, because it's not about quitting your job. Mm -hmm. The answer will be yes or no, okay? Black Mm -hmm. or white. It's not sort of. It's not maybe I am. It's either yes or no. Is what I'm feeling right now taking me toward my North Star or away from my North Star? Okay. Mm -hmm. After you answer that, let's say it's Mm -hmm. no, I want you to take a minute, literally one minute, 60 seconds. I want you to breathe in on the count of four, hold your breath for the count of four, exhale for the count of four, and hold your breath at the bottom for the count of four. Mm -hmm. Do that for a minute or at least several times and reactivate passion. If you need to, even visualize where you are three years from now, okay? That whole thing you can do inside 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. You're going to activate the state again. And your challenge here, should you choose to accept it, Mm -hmm. is to do what you can to maintain that state of being while you are working. Mm. I double dog dare you. Yes, it is a dare indeed. Mm -hmm. All right, I am game. I am game. Mm -hmm. Now play with that North Star vision too. Mm -hmm. See yourself where you are, what you're doing. Because that will inspire unconscious actions. You may find yourself cruising through LinkedIn or talking to somebody about, oh, one day I would just love to live in London. Oh, really? I know a company that's actually hiring in London. I just heard Mm. through a friend. Okay? Interesting. Yeah. So the feeling that you're cultivating is the thing that creates the vision. Mm Mm-hmm. Then from there, you know that different choices that come along in front of you in your life will either sort of take you closer to that vision or further away from that vision. So right now, we don't know if this job is taking you closer or further away. We don't know because you just just brought this whole piece into your life. Mm -hmm. So you've got to practice this for 40 days to start to feel and see if your team is resonating with you, if you're falling out of resonance, if you're being promoted, if you're landing a bigger account, all of these things. Let's see what happens externally from you doing internal work. 
Now, here's the other thing. The things that we attract don't actually create the feeling. It's the feeling that we create that attracts the thing and the feeling that we bring to the thing that has us enjoy the thing. I'm going to say that again. It's not the external things that create our love-based feelings within. It's the love-based feelings within that allow us to attract what resonates and enjoy the life we have consciously created. You activated passion first, and then you saw your life. You brought your authentic self and your authentic nature to this beautiful life. Mm-hmm. But how many people are there in the world that have everything? All the money, all the cars, all of it, and they are miserable. Oh, I know. That's it, but they're miserable, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not the thing. It's not the thing. It's inside first. So let's start inside first. And if you're game, I would love to check in with you later. Yes, I am super game. Okay. So we'll put a little call on the books 40, 40 days from now to see how you're doing with your homework. Okay, perfect. This has been so fun. Thank you. I know. Thank you for having me. What an incredible young soul. I hope you can practice the North Star work along with her and join us again when we check in with my client and see what's been created as a result of this sort of mega homework she's taken on. And now, if being a guest is something that calls to you, head over to oakleyogden.com. That's O-A-K-L-E-Y-O-G-D-E-N.com and click on podcast where you will find an interest form that you are invited to fill out. Thanks for joining in today. And remember, you are so loved. Until next time.